Tonight on Video Game Movie Anatomy, we're going to be covering 1994's Double Dragon, a film which will live in infamy. So, press start, game on, and let's watch! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movie. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Video Game Movie Anatomy. Hell yes, we are rocking the Double Dragon Neon soundtrack. Welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy. I am one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can follow me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Joining me, uh, we have the Marion to our Double Dragon crew. We have <laughs> Mrs. Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me at Yield Nerd on Twitter, mostly crying about this movie this week. You or have been. This is true. Been. This is true. I empathize. And of course, the Abobo to our Double Dragon. Yes! Mr. Patrick Dees. Oh, I, that's way better an intro than I thought. Hey, I'm Patrick Dees. Greetings from New Los Angeles. You can find me at Twitter at P to the Dees. And uh, uh, from the other side, I'm from Old, old York. Old York, as opposed I, yeah. to. Uh, Gosh dang it. So, um, today we are covering the classic mm. 1994 picture. That's a word for uh, it. The, the E.T. of video game movies. Sure. Uh, uh-huh. it, I don't think it was In that the bad. sense that it's still a film? I don't <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's no. All, yeah. e, E.T., the Atari game Oh. for the video game industry. I like what you did there. Okay. Double Dragon okay. for the video I game movie industry. talking about the beloved Spielberg <laughs> oh, classic. That's all, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yes. here, here's the deal. Here's here's Double Dragon. Yes. Two brothers mm-hmm. have half of a powerful ancient Chinese talisman. An evil gang leader has the other half and determines to get the brothers half and have a complete medallion so he can gain absolute power of just New Los uh, Angeles. Of absolute just power. That just, just, <laughs> just that. Just that. Just that. Is that too much to ask? This movie has a lot of gold, uh, whether it's <laughs> fool's gold or not. Is a uh, is a, we'll leave that up to you. Any In, objection to looping this music the entire? No, I would have to, dude. The, the whole soundtrack to Neon is so killer. This is literally better than the entire film. And yes. this is amazing. I Stephen, will, please do not take it off. I think, actually think there's a link up there for the entire soundtrack. Um, I, I actually have a lot to say about this game when we get to the end of the I show. Cannot wait. So uh, first, let's just do. Uh, as a way to get into our initial thoughts, uh, we're going to go into our speed run. So a speed run is a quick take on the film. It's a definitive statement such as Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script but nails the spirit of the game. Quick, simple, to the point. Uh, usually we don't do quick, simple, and to the point. Uh, it, it is a failed speed run where people do not break the Mario World record right, as was this past week. Nope. But... Um, <laughs> who who wants to go first with their speed run? I'd like to hear Stacy's. All, All right. right. I would I just please. Okay, well, Double Dragon can't seem to decide whether it's a post-disaster action flick or a mystical martial arts film. It really doesn't matter though because it fails dismally on both counts and pretty much on every other count too. Ooh. Brutal. I feel like we should. I feel like for people, keep people keeping score at home. We should like tally those. Like whose who's speed run is the most yeah. damning as we go. Like I just want to one up, Stacey. That's all I want. Um, all right, I'll, I'll go next. Mark, you want me to? Go to, ahead. All right, if, fair if enough. You want you want to go? People I, I I really do. For those keeping score at home, let's see if I can compete with that last one. Um, the Double Dragon film is a little more than a novelty for gamers. To see how badly wrong a movie-based video game or a video game-based movie can go, the characters are just as two-dimensional as they are in the game. The dialogue is ridiculous, and the action is weak. 
Uh, the film's only saving grace is that as a viewer, it is difficult to look away from what's happening. It is a very real, what were they thinking film. Wow. Instantly. Yeah. That, that was pretty damning. That was, that was pretty good. Spent some time on that. <laughs> See, I mean, we were going to add... come back and leave the, like, the... Well, no, we were going to add, we were gonna add the Patrick's positive cor Positivity Corner. Yes. And the past couple of weeks, there's just been no room for it. It's like Matt Damon. We've had no time for it. Um, so, for me... Um, 1994's Double Dragon succeeds at being everything but a video game-based film. It's as if the studio saw a classic Jackie Chan movie and said, can you try to do this better? And they couldn't. Because th th this, okay. th they tried to do an American version of a comedic martial arts movie, and it just didn't work. It they felt a the little rumble in the Bronxy. It was supposed yes. to be. We had props. Yep. We had comedy. Mm -hmm. Comedy and action split up in between two characters, which wasn't. We actually are going the whole soundtrack. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Right. I feel better already. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been early to this taping if you'd have told me this. I'd be like... Yeah, I've been listening to it all day. <laughs> um, they, they tried to do something and absolutely failed at it. And which is at, which is unfortunate because for uh, Mark Dacascos, he I loved him. His his performance was great. He did get a couple of the cheesy lines, but he brought the martial arts legitimacy. Sure. Right. Whereas Scott Wolf, <laughs> that's right, the Scott Wolf uh, brought the the quote unquote comedy and yeah. laid it on. Both were laid on super thick early on. And instead of being able to fade into it to make them likable, they had it was like they were shouting at the audience to like these people, like <laughs> instead of giving them their time. And it was really unfortunate. It was. Oh my <sighs> so I feel bad. I want like a Patrick's Positivity Corner. I'll think on a couple. If nothing else, it. those sweet bedazzled uniforms ones. at the end. Dude, that's what I'm going right. right? Pure oh, red, man. dude. Repping the red and the blue, man. Yeah, yeah, right. like, I, like, I like it. I'm, nice. I, I've <laughs> become a big Double Dragon fan in go, in loving the, the Simpsons arcade game and the, the sure, side scroller sure, beat em ups. Sure, sure. Last episode, we talked about Scott Pilgrim and, and its beat em up game. But ever since um, being able to afford Double Dragon and go back to the NES, and even uh, uh, Double Dragon Battle Battletoads meets Double Dragon, that was fun. And then Double Dragon Neon, just absolute awesomeness. And I think. We're going to get to see whether it's time for a reboot or not, but uh, we'll go from here to our controller toss moment, which is uh, that moment you're watching the film and you suddenly have a, you've got to be kidding me, and if this was the NES, you wouldn't be able to throw it very far, but you throw your controller across the room, possibly bending the cables and not being able to use it anymore. So we've used this as a positive light, positive note. Probably not going to be that for this case. Uh, controller toss moments, I'm so amped. I'm so amped. I could tell um, you're really uh, excited today. Do you want to go first? I want to hear your controller. Like, you've got a good one, and I feel like I don't want to step on any toes. I mean, right? He's locked right, and I, loaded over here. It's the, it's the music. Um, it's it's everything. Okay. They, like, oh, right now, this episode is, is going a lot in, into the upper echelon uh, than I initially thought it would be. So, for, for me, I had a couple. Not surprisingly, it took me a while to get to the controller toss moment. Okay. Okay. Um, it took you a while? And then now thinking back, like, I'm like... Past the opening credits? <laughs> well, I don't... Thinking, thinking back, there is another one. Um, but uh, I'd say my my first legitimate one... Um, God. I, it, it would have to be the, the gang's all... It's the gang attack, where all of the okay. unified gangs attack... Uh, Billy and Jimmy. Oh yeah, uh, mm -hmm. and it's all the of the different like what themes like schoolboy. <laughs> the YMCA. The it is. We'll get it to the is absolutely the YMCA. <laughs> 
just all, all of the different. Oh, no. He jumps off the. Oh, Unbelievable. So, so that moment was just like I have no idea who these people are, why they're dressed this way. Um, so that was one. Yeah. Thinking back, the headcase line where he traps his the oh. the one of the the bad guys ponytail in the briefcase yeah. and says, "Oh, I know what a headcase." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I know." I'm sure they tried to put his head in it. And then it just didn't work, and it was too dangerous. Dog, how many people signed off on that line? Oh like, they God. do this thing where, like, he closes, it falls, he closes his ponytail, and he's like, what a head case, and he freezes at the camera. Like, like at what point does that? Party of Five not go, hey, I can't say this, like, in oh. good conscience. Like, at what point does somebody be like, hey, not a good uh -huh. idea? Cut that no, one. No, that is an Move absolute. On. There's nobody that watched, I guarantee nobody watched this movie and said, <laughs> that was great. That was like, I was on the fence and then that sold me. What a the studio did. Yes. The studio did. That's the problem. Unfortunately. Um, so yeah. Um, and then the when they finally united the the amulets at the end, mm -hmm. and um, uh, Satori comes in a vision. Oh, it was beautiful. And, and, oh. But oh. the amazing yes. thing is having Robert Patrick look by like, what the hell? What are they looking what? at? Amazing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had, I had a couple. How about y'all? I think um, I kind of went back and forth on this. I, I very much meant what I said when, like, this movie is one of those, like, what were they thinking type films. It's I couldn't, I think once I got four minutes into this, there's no way I wasn't <laughs> finishing it because I needed that closure, right? Like, we talk about this being therapy a lot. No way I would have been able to sleep all right wondering what happened in Los Angeles without those sweet, like, earthquake jacks. I think for me, the commercial where they're selling the earthquake jacks saying, you don't know Jack... <laughs> Uh, it was real good. There was Beautiful. no purpose to that scene. It only Nothing. to justify. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was so bizarre. Like if it were something, they would come back to, right? Or bookend, or like, mm -hmm. and no. There was no payoff. There was no, none whatsoever. The only time you saw was there? at the at, at the, the fight. That's it. With a with a little person working the jack yeah. and like dissipating energy. I don't know what he's doing <laughs> that entire time. And then to justify that scene, I felt like they had to work in the commercial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have to explain this yeah. clearly visible idea that we presented. It's just insane. I think so. I, I have a quote from the very beginning. So like I, oh, no. I watched this and literally had to rewind uh, this scene, the opening scene, right? The very like I, I literally went, wait, what? He did what? So thousands of years ago in China, an evil army of shadow warriors terrorized the great city of Shangsa. To save his people, the good king sacrificed himself to create a mystical medallion. Realizing the ultimate powers of the medallion, blah, 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 blah. Wait, what? Uh, to save his people, the good king sacrificed himself to create a mystical medallion. Wait, what? How did, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, what did he do? He sacrificed himself. He I mean, what does that himself. mean? He sacrificed himself. He said, himself. I am sacrificing myself. Do what you will. And, and that made him, that just... Yeah. He turned I prefer a medallion. medallion. I prefer Make medallion. Make me a medallion of power. I can't... I knew I was in for a ride when that was the the detailed exposition that they were gonna well, get. Well, the top of the, the top of the movie says somewhere in China. Oh yeah, yes, that was oh, the yeah, first yeah. thing I heard. Just, that. I was like, oh, you know, great, we're China, in for a ride. China-ish. China-ish. Resembles China. <laughs> sure. No, better if we put China question mark. China? China. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. Why not? Let's work with it. Yeah. Stacy, well, you got to control the test moment All right. For us. So my first one was when we they were in the cars originally, like, getting into the gang territory. Oh, yeah. After dark. And all of a sudden, there's this human Pokedex technology in the cars telling them about the gang members they were looking at. Oh, yes. right. That was about oh, when yeah, I realized I was in for one hell of a ride. I mean, IMG, like the internet oh. movie gang database is available in your rig. Well, I mean, yeah. it's so 
and the thing is, <laughs> it makes sense. Follow me on this. Okay. Um, I cannot wait. So here's what's up. The so the police and the gangs have a bit of an accord. Sure. Uh, Right. License plate tracking technology totally. is something that has existed for years. Sure. Now, in the power struggle, the gangs probably raided the police database yep. and now have that same technology. Totally makes sense. Let's okay. share across. So my big question is, at what point do they validate certain metrics? Like, I want to know, was that 800 pounds that he benches verified by anybody? Because... I don't. It's like Wikipedia. They just, updated yeah, themselves. Yeah, totally. He's like, you know, Bob was like, um, eight hundred pounds. I can this? totally do this. Yeah. Patrick, the uh, the weight limit has a blue check mark on Twitter, uh, so it, it, is, <laughs> it is indeed verified. That's what I was looking for. Wonderful. Sick. Um, <laughs> Steven knows. This. Um, but yeah. So on top of that, think about it. They have car tracking technology, mm -hmm. which we have today, and this was uh, uh, eight years ago, nine years ago. Because uh, this this all took place in 2007. Yeah. Um, so they have car tracking technology. They have uh, they have a, they have the, the similar technology that they put in the movie. So it's not that far of a stretch. And to think of how imaginative this was, uh, we have actual cameras as opposed to crappy 3D graphics, which <laughs> most of the budget I'm sure went to to the video game cam? scene. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not that. <laughs> don't give me. You the must be great. Yeah, it's so bad. Oh. You must be great at video games. This is one of the early places where they're like, it's not a game anymore. Like, oh so my gosh. They, they like, you get it? It's a video game movie. Understand this. But despite everything, we do have a pretty remarkable cast for 1994 for this movie. And some would even say today, arguably, uh, Robert Patrick plays our bad guy, Kogashuka. He does. And uh, what a job he plays! What a job! So the, the weirdest thing that I that I found, like while watching this movie, I went and this movie counts. Make sure to keep it keep it uh, keep it tabbed. What came out first, this or the Fifth Element? Because there's a lot of Shuko in uh, Zorg. Yeah, in Zorg in the Fifth Element, and that came out three years later. It's they're yeah. looking for give me the stones. Give me the amulet. Like, it's yeah. weird hair, yep. like, bizarre type yeah. of character. Mm -hmm. He played it a little too cool for school for me, but uh, I, was he a credible threat? Is anything in this movie credible I, at, yeah. at all? Bobo. They just I mean, kind of throw it at you and are like, here, he's the biggest threat, but why? Just because. He's a yeah. shadowman. When, when Party of Five cries, when he's like, I'm not strong enough to beat him by myself, and I'm like, nobody's literally had a problem fighting him at all. He gets punched oh. in the face a million times. Everybody's strong enough to beat him. I think Bobo was actually way more uh, terrifying as a two-dimensional sprite, because that guy looks <laughs> terrible and terrifying. I will say though, Nils Allen Stewart, he does a lot of strong guy roles uh, yeah. back around this time. And I loved I before they mutated him. Yeah. I I loved it. Yeah. Yes. And it was legit it was a legitimate mm -hmm. person. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turning him into a weird alien muscle-bound mutant like Abomo's just a big guy in the game. Oh yeah, 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 totally. I felt like they looked at a re a really weird screwed up sprite and said, "Let's let's make that as accurate as possible." Are those his shoulders? Are those yeah, those those his last just or or was this some weird 90s interpretation of what Roids just does to you, right? Like you grow these things, these dolts that yeah. grow up over your like accurate. I will say it is it, it is a pretty accurate uh create a character thing <laughs> where they just put all the muscles to max. It's just you know, yeah, the sliders <laughs> all the way. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a, a some, 
some Skyrim biz. Um, so the Lee brothers, and I have to do it once, Bimmy and Jimmy, for those of you who played Double Dragon 3, they misspelled their own main character's name, yeah. and it said Bimmy and Jimmy Lee. So it takes everything in me not to say Bimmy. But uh, Jimmy Lee, played by Mark Dacascos, a la cuisine, who we now know as the chairman of Iron Chef America, as well as other roles, and uh, Scott Wolf, Party of Five himself, playing Billy Lee. These were our two leads. What do y'all think? I can't. I can't. I don't. I, like. What, like. What do you like? That question's a, just brutal. Like, what is there to no. think? I don't. It's. It was. It was very challenging to watch. So like. It's very challenging. It, like it's. It was a weird choice. I. Mm -hmm. Scott Lee. Like or Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf was at the top of the game right now. He's the he's the hottest actor on TV. I get it. Like yeah. looking well, to make can't. a transition into films. This is something that appeals to the younger generation. As cast for casting wise, and he's he doesn't have to do a lot of heavy lifting with the martial arts. Scott Wolf is a wonderful choice, but the script yeah. and the performance itself, a lot of this is studio going. This should be great. No. And then he's like, "Here's the movie. What did you do?" <laughs> like, but oh, like, I, I think that, that there's, there's. It's easy to, to to kind of throw it and say, "Hey, look, he's not gonna do a lot of the heavy lifting for the month." But he's not. Doesn't even look remotely competent. I'm not oh. saying I can kick higher than my head. I'm not making that assertion. <laughs> but if I were in a movie coming out in theaters, I literally would be training all day. So I looked remotely competent, like throwing a punch. Does that make sense? Like no, totally watching this guy, it's like one of, one of these guys clearly is a martial artist, and then the other one jumps on somebody's back in a fight in a tournament with the prize money. Like, I don't, yeah. like, yeah, it was, it was a little rough. Stacey? Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sums it up. I mean, the characters themselves, and that didn't help at all. You know, no matter how good the actors were, it was mm -hmm. the script and what they tried to achieve and failed. You know, that just. It didn't work at all. I can agree with that. Jimmy, well, like, after they lose, or after Satori gets killed, uh, and they just have the huge moment of, you need to grow up! I'm sorry. Like, oh. instant, like, no change there. That should have been a really emotional scene. We didn't really get a huge idea of their relationship with Satori. No. Um, this was 126 minutes, and, and I think they could have used an extra 20 minutes, maybe with them growing up and maybe you get to see why they're acting okay. this way who knows i i just want more double dragon all right maybe i'm oh, very yeah. little of that i'm the only person on this table who said that um and speaking of satori uh julian nixon plays their mentor guardian uh i thought she was fantastic did you i did, did no did I, you i thought for what she was given i thought she did great they didn't give her a lot to work she, with she was no. she was fine my point is that like it's it's like I, I all I had to do is not have her get in the way, but like her casting and then that relationship is kind of jarring. Mm -hmm. Like like I don't understand like the, how she fits into any of this. Like I, like so she took them off the streets, which you kind of find out later. Like when she's gone, like wait what? She's like your age or like fifteen minutes older. I don't understand. Like she did have the one bit of gray. I mean, she looked like maybe a year old. Like, she's the older sister that's buying you booze when you're underage. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Like, she, like there's very... not a, she's not a mother figure or a guardian in any capacity, so. No. I, yeah, I can see um, that. Also didn't look like a competent martial artist. When they're like, <laughs> they made that comment, we're like, oh, we should go back and help. Do you think she needs helping? No, she's yeah, fine. She's and I'm good. like, I mean, no. granted, she fought Terminator, and he, and like, he wasn't very tough either, but. I think, depending on who they had taking those kicks from her, she was playing it safe. 
she wasn't going full full force with it. Sure. So uh, that's that's another thing from the production side. Uh, what about you, Stacy? Uh, Julia she, Nixon. <laughs> I mean, she did what she could with what she had. I think there just wasn't very much to work with. Running Again, theme of this it film, is, right? It, it like just, uh, the, uh, <laughs> double dragon. Sorry. <laughs> that's alright. Uh, and then our other female lead. Let's just skip Lash. Uh, oh, Alyssa no. Milano. This is what I wanted to get as to. Marion <laughs> Delario. This was the surprise of the film, as far what? as I'm concerned. Runs away with it. So glad we got to see. I look. I legitimately look. It was that just added that level of. Oh, this is getting real weird. When she turns yeah. around, she's got the the graffiti coat, right? That she that graffiti camouflage, oh, yeah. and she turns around and flips it, and is like, it's Alyssa Milano. I'm like. Bring it on, right? Yeah. At this point, I'm expecting to see animated characters <laughs> and like full on like wonder shows and drug trip. Let's do this. I was like, this was a controller t- in the best possible way when she came. It took us there. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, she she's a street punk. The power core, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. She does she strike you as the leader of a gang like oh, this? Hardcore, definitely mm-hmm. done some yeah. time, like prison. Hardened, she get the little tear. Listen, a lot of stuff. Look, I think they literally they cast her so they could say the phrase. Now who's the boss? Terrible. It was the but, or was it the best? No. Or, or, no. or yeah. is this the this is or, the one time where you're look, going positive on me? I look, at some point it's this weird like you you have to you have to find something right. It's right. a Stockholm syndrome with this movie. Like it's pretty good. Like, it's all right. Who's I, the boss uh, now? I did find it kind of cool how they cast her little brother as her little brother. Oh, yeah. Just as a fun, like, hey, do you know any little kids? I am brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was using a VR headset. Oh, I know. Yes. Which was which oh, is now I know. a thing. I know. Yep. I know. That was, that was pretty great. When, when was the, the Oculus? Was that, like, 2010s? Like, early 2010s? 2011 was yeah. just, just before their acquisition, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That, like, to think that we're, we're there. Well, I mean, but come on. Like, Nintendo did perfect it in the Virtual Boy. Like, at this point, it's kind of old technology. I mean, I, I love the blood red, so I mean, it could only go up from there. How good would that Easter egg be if you bought an Oculus right now and you had a toggle to have it look like a virtual boy? Ugh. So much brain damage. Kids ask brain damage. That's not true. Um, so so the, the plot of this movie is uh, we need to unite the double dragon medallion to unlock its power. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them sure. unlocks the power of the soul. One yep. of them unlocks the power of the body. This is... This is a martial arts movie. Like, cool. We have we have a MacGuffin, and our heroes and villains are fighting over it. Now, just as a, now, let's let's go bare bones. Bare bones. This is this is a standard kung fu movie plot. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure. then they muck spread on it. Uh, pretty hardcore. Yeah, sure. Yeah. With paint, brown mm-hmm. paint, mm-hmm. green paint mostly. Lots of that. Um, <laughs> It, and and it too, I mean that that's that's going a little bit far, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely, absolutely think that with different guts this could have been all right. Look, you know what it did have going for it. This is what I'll say. Like this is my effort to find something positive. I kind of loved the setting. Oh my gosh, As, the setting was like, amazing. Like New, New Los Angeles was incredible. Inconsistencies aside, right? Like so. But it was fairly well thought out. I thought, considering the rest of the movie. Okay, considering After the rest the big of the quake. movie. It was an it was a fun place to play with, and they had a lot of potential with it, and it just 
was so sad to see it not used. It was like it, it was fun though. Out. I totally, I kind of couldn't wait for the next weird, especially living in Los Angeles. The weird LA references when so they're like, take the a left on Wilshire. The tourist boat. Totally. Still giving the universal tour. tourist oh, boat. Yes. So good. It was so that, good. That was the moment when I was like, yes, this is what every apocalyptic movie has been I, missing. I because agree. Los Angeles would still be giving tours. I totally they agree. absolutely would. And they got that. They nailed that one. I loved that. And oddly enough, suburbia was still entirely intact. Yes. Oh, yeah. Why not? Just in general. Sure. Uh, we had a, uh, we actually have a note on the uh, boat chase sequence. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Did I, I, I'm really sad that all the LA references were wasted, on, or most of the LA references were wasted on that. You pass by a, a wasted man's Chinese theater. You do. Right. Uh, you see Capitol Records building just kind of uh, <laughs> yep. tower of yep. Pisa mm-hmm. in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, there could have been, there could have been more. I would have the fact that this is a movie or this is a game that takes place on the streets, mm-hmm. uh, like like Streets of Rage, if you will. Uh, this is, don't <laughs> see what don't, you did there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, no, don't be. I would prefer that movie, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they, they didn't take advantage of the fighting on the streets. We're in a junkyard, mm. fine, but like the industrial setting was lost on us. Yeah, yeah. To be perfectly, perfectly frank. Yeah, I'm mean, really sad about it. Even when they did have choreographed fight scenes in locations that could have been really cool, you know, LA wise, like the theater, that mm-hmm. was such a disappointing scene. It could have been so cool running around a, an old abandoned theater. But they made, and they used the set because it was set up as a home. They just used that stuff. Right. Um, once we got into the, the stick work from uh, from Jimmy, I was like, okay, cool. Something to keep my attention because he's an actual martial artist. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. And, uh, solid <laughs> solid stick work there. I, have, yes. I really liked it. I like the bowling pin work, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was cool. I, I know. I just to to come back to the, kind of the iconography of, of Hollywood. I thought that was pretty great. Like weird, consistent inconsistencies aside. Like at one point they show the water all the way to the Mayans Chinese Theater, and then later it's all the way up to the Hollywood sign. Yeah. So water levels are weird yeah, in well, this I think new. It could have also terraformed it, so it sure. kind of brought everything around. Okay. And like, <laughs> runs. I mean, why not? Hollywood Hills Harbor. I kind of. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I, I, I did love how they ran into the like sunset sign on the freeway. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like. So that, like, far and away was my favorite part. I was waiting mm-hmm. for the next reference. Or weird, obscure, like, celebrity reference. Like, the fact oh, that Vanna White right was, like, the newscaster. And, and Andy oh, Dick was the weather guy. Andy man. Dick was the weather guy. I would watch the hell out of that guy's news. Like, right now, I would it watch him be, like, read the weather. So awkward. It was awkward. So and, like, funny. Like, why, I, I, why so... I love his commentary, too. How much like, are you paying me? Oh. How much coke can I buy with it? <laughs> He's like, if, you, if you're not near a smog van, do, like, make more money or something along those lines. I was like, get a better... Get a yeah, job. Get a, yeah, get a job. Yeah. Uh, get a job. How about that? Perfect. <laughs> so, so I loved that. So. The, and, and getting into game similarities, uh, the fact that they had other characters do the iconic spin kick bothered me a, a little bit more than it probably should have. Sure. Um, they So in, in the game, Marion gets punched in the stomach and dragged away by the gang. She does. So I like how I do like how for this though they changed Marion's role. I thought it's really cool, mm-hmm. and they kept the theme. And by the end of the game, you save Marion, but then Billy and Jimmy fight each other for Marion. Right. So at the end, we have the fight between Jimmy and Billy. Nice nod to the game. Yep. Right. Did not like. Cannot stand that they had a Double Dragon 2 machine in the background. Like, no, you can't have that exist and have them go, wait a minute, 
I've played that game. This is exactly like that game. Totally. Unless you have yeah. them go, I know exactly what to do because I've played that game. Right. But they if, didn't go there. Could you imagine if Billy's Redemption, if he was like, I spent years playing Double oh, Dragon, oh. and now it's real? Awesome. Let's go. I know exactly what to do. That would have been a really fun direction to go in. But, a little yeah. more tongue in cheek? With it, yeah, with it just kind of there in the background. You know, that went by, and I was like, oh, really? That's. Not a cute reference. Can, like, can we ask the bigger question? Like, at one point, do what people, is the bigger like, question? Yeah, the us. bigger question, not about this film. It's just the all of these. The running <laughs> and, and the running theme is this. Like, at what point did? It, are people really like going? You know what has a really deep like lore and like really interesting narrative themes? Double Dragon. See, the problem right, is like Double Dragon never really expanded into that story, other than it's an Billy and Jimmy left and right and steal, again. steal quarters from you, right? Like it's the original microtransactions, right? Like it's quarter <laughs> after quarter. It's like how many can you pump into a machine? And like I, it's amazing to me that feature-length films get built, like scripts get fleshed out based on left to right, take my quarter over and over again. And don't get me wrong, like I'm Captain Video Game Meredith. There are compelling You're video wearing game You're Last of Us shirt. I am wearing Last of Us. Like, go play that game. Like, that is incredible. Don't get me wrong, I think the source material, like, especially now, is rich enough to do that. But like, at what point does somebody go, I don't know, why would we write a, um, I mean, outside of a cash grab. I don't know, it's just, it's, I watched the whole time. Like, I could not look away and I could not understand why somebody went, you know what we should do? We should make a movie out of this. This is like movie all over it. But by saying, <laughs> by talking about uh, the the cash grab, I where were, where were the sponsors, you know? This would be like, it's a video game franchise, we're trying mm. to get kids, we should put brands all over this, the surviving brands of mm. New Los Angeles, yeah. and, and make it work. But there was none of that, so that means that there was no investment, excuse me, from, from any of the brands that they would probably be pushing on kids at this point. Yeah, Bizarre. No. Bizarre. Sure, I was missing all of that. Oh, God. So so let's 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 talk about production development a little bit. Yeah. Um so Jim Yukich Yukich don't know because he didn't do much. He did a lot of um, music video right. and music documentary work. He did uh he shot and directed one of the greatest Iron Maiden uh concerts, uh live in Rio. Um which just like couldn't believe it. Like this guy did that. Um so a lot of a lot of the sequences in the movie feel like music videos. They're, they're timed all right to music. Like, if you took the dialogue out of the car chase and put a pop song over it, okay. it would I... it would make a little bit more sense as opposed to the cartoony, oh, oh, oh like, like the absolute wah, wah. No. I mean, no, like, no. Like, this is a, okay, like, at this time, like, like really seminally good movies have come out, like, Die Hard or whatever, and good music videos, like, George, like, uh, George Michael's, like, Faith, and, like, we've seen, like, really good music. There's no part of this is equivalent to any decent music video ever made, ever. There's a reason this dude never worked again. In film, In but film. he's been working to this day on music stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's a little okay. bit remarkable. Um, Good for him. So, what if he tells people at parties? He's well, like, so what have you done? I don't. No. A lot of music videos. A lot, lot of music films. videos. No, I didn't want to go into film. No, 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 no. Why um, would I do that? So he summarized his approach to the film like this: Our characters are like normal kids. Are they really? Well, three kids on an adventure. So we didn't want to make something that kids would almost be too afraid to see. I'd like to make it in a funnier light-hearted vein. Let's make a terrifying <laughs> roid monster. <laughs> but it's something Kids that... Love it. I know. It's some, but that's the thing is is you, like other overpowered characters like this, like the Goombas and Mario yep, Brothers, yep. make them dumb. Sure. Force feed them spinach. 
You know, kids will love it. It's love, like, yeah. who hasn't? What kid hasn't right, been force-fed spinach? Spinach is a torture device. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spinach is a torture device. That in and of itself sums up this movie so well. Does. Spinach is a torture yes. device. Yes. Uh, the yes. boat chase sequence was actually shot in Ohio. That yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah. They used 700 gallons of gasoline to combine uh, and 200 gallons of alcohol to make that final explosion. That was the at rest the end. of the budget. That was, was it. Those that sweet was CGI, it. and it was that explosion. <laughs> um, and despite the whole neighborhood being like, "Hey, gonna be a big explosion coming through," uh, 210 phone calls were made to emergency services throughout the, the throughout the course of 10 minutes. Amazing. The, the village people are chasing some guys in bedazzled suits and shit's blowing oh, no. up. Please help. No, 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 no. Just the just the just the, the explosion on the, water, on the, the boat, boat chase. No, I know. I'm no, just but in general that was more terrifying. I about those too. <laughs> <laughs> so so Can we talk about the clowns. Can we talk about the clowns oh. as the gang. Just the, the mimes or the clowns? Uh, the, what was the was they it, had balls. They had yeah, what was the ones with the hands Jugglers? with the is that, like, I don't know. The juggler gang? That is not the most, like, functional gang outfit, right? Like, can you throw a good punch with those hands? I, I don't know. So. Maybe. I, I mean, if you could ball them up into a fist. Some giant, yeah. Maybe some, some, you've like, got some Those oversized there. Hulk hands. Uh, dude, if there was a Hulk hands gang, I would so I would, enjoy it. Day one. Sign me one. up. A Bobo hands? Fight Club style? Oh, I'm in. Fight yes. Club style. You're Instead too of <laughs> yeah. I just want to see. A bunch of space monkeys wearing Hulk hands. No, I just want to see. Project Hulk hands. Have no names. I want to see that scene <laughs> in Batman versus Superman where they're in the underground fight and and Bruce is like paying off people and where it's just like you you see them bring up their hands and they're wearing one's wearing Hulk <laughs> hands and the other's wearing thing hands. Yes, or just, oh, just all day. That would be <laughs> absolutely magical. I would Wonderful. love it. Um, there's not too much about the development other than this movie, other than that it happened. Um, so why don't we get to the fun? Let's get to, um, oh, I didn't grab box office. Whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. IMDb rates this movie a 3.6. Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 8%. And audience ranks it at a 26%. I think I probably would have not watched it and came in here and faked it if I'd have seen the Rotten Tomatoes first. Yeah. But lamentably, I watched it and then checked the Rotten Tomatoes score. I think I would have been like, yeah, I don't know. People punched each other and stuff. The, See, that quote was like, ouch. I would have like, I don't know. Yeah, I would have even like, did you watch this movie, Patrick? Oh, yes. Yeah. A little, a little I super too, uh, watched it. Totally. Terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, Rita Kempley from the Washington Post. While clumsily paced by first-time director Jim Yukich and amateurly acted, the picture does take place against the imaginative backdrop of New Angeles. I agree. The urban archipelago formed when the big one crumpled Southern California. Best part of the movie. Yeah, no, that really was. It, no joke. When the, the best received part of your movie is your setting and you don't spend enough time in it. Yeah. I mean, that's what sequels are for. It's pretty great. Uh, we had no. the tease at the end of the movie where uh, Billy and Jimmy were going to stick around. What's why? Why build a house when we can rebuild an entire city? Yeah. I actually really like that line. That's a great hero line. <laughs> if used in a better movie, and if you would have played, and if you would have to be heroes though. And, and if they were less blingy, I'm like, I can't oh. hear you over the just, outfit. Just oh yeah. Could you turn your gee down just, just a little bit? <laughs> Dude, I mean, but that's that's chosen one attire. I just, I agree. I just want them to rematch those idiots they were fighting in the beginning, but coming back in bedazzled suits. Because then yes. they just like kind of yeah, shake a bit totally. and blind them, and then maybe oh, yeah. they can do a spin kick. See the rematch. <sighs> Joe Layden from the Moving Picture Show. There is a genial exuberance to the Lee performances of Wolf and Dacascos, mm. who behave as though the Lee brothers aren't too many rungs above Beavis and Butthead 
on the evolutionary ladder. There we go. Yeah. There we. I think they're they're on to something right there. <laughs> we should this this lady should become something. I mean, and I feel like they tried really hard to kind of have that relationship, that comedic duo, you know, kind of like Bill and Ted or Wayne and Garth type thing with a lot of the one-liners, and it just did not work. I think the, the weirdest thing about it is Jimmy wasn't that character for half of the movie. No. Nope. He was the serious big brother type, and then he was like, no, let's try to make him wacky, like his brother. Like They, they, they threw a lot of comedy in at the end. A lot. Which was uncharacteristic. Mm-hmm. And where they kind of had a, a switch where Jimmy started joking a lot and Billy tried to be the serious one. He's like, no, man, come on. We got we can't wear these all the time. We can't use this all the time. That's cheating. That's yeah. not fair. But there was no reason for it. No reason. Like, no character development to get us there. I mean, they have a sweet high five that they do, right? With okay, the, I enjoyed it. The, but then yeah. they started overusing it. And I mean, it was just like, all right, calm down, guys. Calm hey, we're down. really on to something with that high five. Let's use that every right? scene. Right? It was cool the first two times. And then, like, after was that, it? it's just like, well, okay, not cool. <laughs> I use cool in relative terms to the movie. Right, fair enough. Fair okay. Enough. okay. We're talking in terms That's fair. of the That's film. Fair. <laughs> um, so, before we get to favorite fight scene, yeah. which I'm excited oh, to talk about, um, can the, we pick a favorite? Well, no, the, I mean, the thing, it, it, it's like choosing a favorite breath. Um, child. Well, the one that gets me to the next. But the thing about the high five, the whole reason that they maximized it was for the reveal that Jimmy got taken over sure. at the end. Because I remember, like, yeah. come on, bro. Oh, yeah. All right. No, that's the only reason why they maximized it. And then when they brought it back, they're like, okay, they're on the same yep, page again. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Which nobody cared about. No. So, speaking of things that we really care about, Let's talk about our favorite fight scenes. So There's ma- a lot. So many to choose from. Uh, we're talking the theater. Yeah. Um, we're talking the final fight scene against the two shadow warriors. Oh, yes. Um, even That was incredible. So much. What do y'all consider your favorite fight from the movie? I think, for me, far and away, it was the rumble in the Bronx moment when the entire village people were <laughs> descending on them during the day, yeah. chased them into a shack. And my favorite... That's my favorite fight, and my favorite moment is right, they're kind of besieged on all sides, and then there's the water, so they're about to begin the water chase. <laughs> and somebody pokes a hole in the wall and looks in, a Bobo's boy, looks in and says, I see you, and he hits him in the eye with a rake. <laughs> no, you don't. Which we yeah. later see, it look, he presumably lost his eye. I don't know what happened, but he's got it like patched and bandaged the rest of the fight. And with humor on point to that degree, I just was <laughs> like, this is something I We needed the sound effect, though, no, just for absolute oh, perfection. Yeah. What? They do oh, use the sound effects so like, sound when effects. they run in their break, right? When they shift gears and pivot, they're yeah. like, That was amazing. It was amazing, right? Oh my gosh. I yes. kind of, again. Just, uh, weirdly enough, I think they were surprisingly therapy. under budget. Because then, when it came to the Foley, they had any sound effect that they wanted. Sure. Really. There was a lot of... And oh, like, there were so, so many. Much. And can we yeah. talk a little bit about Foley? Like, I feel like um, Alyssa Milano's voice was totally ADR'd that entire sequence. You know when they go meet her? Yeah. And it's like a whole different actress. I thought she was doing a character when they like they oh. go and they slide down that thing and she's with those little like midget ninjas or whatever. Just kids. I know. Uh, it's more fun if I imagine them all like future like <laughs> Jack. They're mini ninjas. Mini ninjas right. or ninjas. Ninjas. Oh no. I look forward to killing you soon. Sold. Uh, anyway, her voice was. She was. I thought she was doing an impression of. But speaking of that, a Bobo at the end, completely different vocal style totally. than the, the rest. I yeah. agree. Turn on the light, yep. like slow, yeah, totally. low, mm-hmm. 
Then it's like, hey, hey guys, yep. what's, uh, yep. uh, what was it? The um, What's up, chicken butt? Oh, like, yeah. completely oh. different yeah, voice. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Let's turn him into a Muppet. It was. Super lovable. Sure. Again, if that guy had just been animated all of a sudden, just like <laughs> really Hanna-Barbera style, just no explanation if that dude just, just shows up. Yeah, oh. I would have been all about it. Right. cycle. Right? <sighs> Favorite fight scene, Stacey. Mm. I think with the sticks. I think that was kind of in the one theater. of the most competent, yeah, fight scene moments. It was, a, it was a promise of a better tomorrow. It was. That never came. And then it just kind of went downhill from there. Yeah, that's my favorite, too. The one the- on the water almost had some potential to it. You know what? I did like the, the final fight between Billy and Jimmy because he sent Scott Wolf through a wall. Oh, and that was okay. the, that was the the best action that he did. I also really like it. Continued to punch out the wall. Exactly. Party yeah. of Five's escape move is to climb <laughs> on top of that arcade, like like that row of oh, arcade yeah. cabinets. Like he's gonna get away. That's his grand escape plan. It was real I, good. I he feel s- it out. He just so good. sorry for the prop master who had to spray out all of those titles. Totally. Like, oh, these are <laughs> I was like, yeah. no, that's an uh, R-type machine. <laughs> I can see it. Uh, yeah. But also because we got to see some some more sweet uh, moves from Jimmy. We got yeah, to see the reversed uh, backflip on, onto slow-mo. Slow-mo played backwards. Yes. Yep. That's that trick photography that we Beautiful. like in martial Whoa, arts movies. A little inside baseball. Come Breaking on. it down. Could you not tell? No, he actually <laughs> no, did that. Very clearly. They should have added the $6 million <laughs> man. <laughs> nope. All right, so uh, let's get to some of our favorite parts. Favorite line. There was a lot. We had some winners in here. Um, I will go with my first. Uh, Please. Speaking of the fight, where all of the gangs come yeah, together, yeah. Right. never forget. I, I didn't look up his name because I want to put up an in memoriam. The mailman. Oh, yeah. Special delivery uh, airmail. Yes. What is he thinking? <laughs> that guy's super dead. Not even a little bit, like super dead. Super he jumps dead. off like a 12-story building. Yeah. Best well. case scenario, he lands on him, and he's still super dead. I don't not know what that guy's strategy was. <sighs> Did not. It's a little upset New about Los that, that moment. <laughs> but kind of, lo- yeah, I suppose you're right, right? And then actually the, the, legitimate, line, the legitimate line is, uh, why build a house when we can rebuild the city? I was like, okay, right. that's a pretty good line. Um, I, and I also did like, uh, this water's gross. It should have a seat and a lid over it. Yeah. Oh, oh, pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Classic good Jimmy. How about y'all? Classic Jimmy. Dude, I really liked actually uh, to to piggyback on the, the, the mailman. He jumps off, misses eats it, and then he's like, never seen a postman move so fast. It's like, because he reached terminal velocity. That guy's super dead. So <laughs> on top of a giant silo. Right? I don't know. Like, what? When? what's that joke? Is that, I mean, it I may be lost know. on us because it's almost 20 years You don't later. run into, like, postmen or whatever. The know. postmen are lazy? Is that what you're getting at? You have a problem with the United States Postal Service? Jimmy Lee? Government workers? You go deliver some yeah. mail. I don't see you doing anything productive with your day. I will say, if they were actual postmen, I'd be like, all right, that makes sense. But if it's some sort of joke, it, it did not stand up the test of time. No. Some of y'all's favorite lines. What do you got, Stacey? All right, well, so one moment that I really appreciated, and it was one of those like rare moments where the comedy kind of worked, mm. and it was subtle comedy, it was, uh, I think it's Shuka who yells it, and he goes, Huey Lewis, any news? That was amazing. Oh, that was so good. That was amazing. Unacceptable. <laughs> it was beautiful. Like, Unacceptable. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, yeah. you got anything? Uh, you know, I mean, we've touched on a few of them. I think far and away, like, and it wasn't even close. My favorite line was, who's the boss now? Um, I really like Shuko yelling. I just want total domination oh of God, one major yes. American city. Is that too much to ask? Is it, huh? 
I kind of loved that. Um, you reverted into a little five-year-old. It's uh, wonderful. Yeah, I think you might have said this. I'm not sure if it was on mic or off mic, but uh, him walking, his parting line <laughs> saying, like, you think I'm bad? Wait for my lawyers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also one of the all-time movie greats, I think. Um, it's up there. Uh, you're weak like your father. You're ugly like your mother. Mm. Good comeback. You had just had us waiting on that one. Oh, Solid yeah. 90s yeah, comeback. Was real, uh, real good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was a stretch. There weren't many. And like, I, I, I feel the need to come back to Head Case because I just, oh, just no. what? Um, mm. All of those, uh, those zingers, I think, were the, the, the lines that, you know, when I, in retrospect, I'll cherish the most. Oh, we had some amazing zingers. <laughs> I mean, they were calling people buttheads, butt kiss, Whoa. all over the place. I mean, we were getting really serious. A little bit too much butt for my taste. A lot, of, lot of butt. A lot. A lot of butt. What's up? There was. Chicken butt. A, a lot of butt. Of chicken it was butt. really nice. There was not a lot of dialogue, though. No. no. There were, in a movie that's based, that should be based on lore, and I use air quotes on that, uh, Not a lot of dialogue. No. Lord, I mean, but what are you going to do with Lord it? Or that randomly gets Roman? Yeah, have you heard the, the story uh, of Romulus and Remus? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that was... What uh, movie are we watching again? Why are we talking about we the Roman? Show the, the postman again. Put him back on the air. <laughs> if that Stop guy talking. gave the speech... On, on, I'm back on Absolutely. board. Oscar worthy. Again. Excellent. Mix in uh, like an animated Abobo. Have that guy have some more <laughs> airtime. This movie is two degrees away from being awesome. Almost. I am changing... This is why this therapy is good for me, guys. It's good to talk to This really is really helps. good. I feel like... Uh, feel better. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get to another fun part of the show. Ooh. This is where we recast the movie. Now, oh, hell yeah, we do. I'm I am <laughs> of the party that would love to see if if it's this specific movie, we can give it a better shot. But if they make Neon, if they make Double Dragon Neon, then I they'd be we'd be all over it. Okay. Um, so let's start. I, I put on a Bobo for funsies. Um, so just because we have the picture of it, if you'll be so kind. This man is a pro wrestler named Brian Cage. Okay. He is His surname is The Machine. Yep. And he's a... I mean, no, and I, I credited Nils for his, act, his acting, but this dude can do anything physical that you want. He can. He's thrown two people at the same time. Okay. Like, so I think he could be... He could have fun with it. Yep. So I'd say him or John Cena... Because John Cena, if he would play the the comedic side of it, yep, and he's he's pretty well sized. I saw John yeah. Cena in the movie Sisters. Yes, over this and weekend. he's really he funny in that. Destroys <laughs> in that film. He's a great actor. Destroys, right. way underrated. So I'm I'm on board. How yeah, about y'all? Uh, so thinking more kind of pre crazy steroid injection. That's yes. uh, me too. Um, Nicholas Holt. I like Nicholas. That would be a oh. really fun. All right. Abobo. All right. I'm, I'm picturing it. How, how it took me a minute. Okay, so like I'm sticking with. So I'm creating a wacky version oh, of this movie. I would expect nothing less. Uh, from uh, of course. So uh, I'm I'm sticking with the animated theme, and I'm going the Cold Train from the Gears of War Coltrane? franchise. Woo! I love me some Cold Train. <laughs> and when he gets mutated, just make him bigger. Woo! He keeps his helmet on from his Smash Ball <laughs> the entire time. Because why take that off in New Los Angeles? All right. And it, and it fits with the post-apocalyptic totally. nature of Sarah. Let's do Coltrane, man. Right. And now you're That's my Bobo. I've been in a Gears mood for a while. <laughs> so I have I. Cannot wait. I love it. Oh, All right. Um, did anybody have a second for, for a Bobo? No, I just, that was it. What do you got? Crazy. I had a kind of not, well, kind of not serious one. He went with uh, Koga. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, then let's, let's go with the crazy yeah. ones with Koga. All right. Let's go with the crazy ones with Koga. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Well, so my pairing for this one was Wentworth Miller as Koga, who is actually a serious choice. Wow. Wentworth Miller? But, yeah, that's um, a serious with choice. him as his abobo would be Dominic Purcell. <laughs> come on. Like, yeah, I can see that. I like that. I I went 
really, I don't know where my head was at, All right. but I would love to see Idris Elba. Ooh. Because Ooh. Robert no, Patrick, no, no. Robert Patrick was a serious actor. On board. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's like, here, play this wacky yeah. boss character. Which he clearly knows. Oh, totally. Right? Like, yeah. he is so bored in this film. <laughs> that scene where he's uniting the gangs, I could just see him going, what am <sighs> I doing here? I'm no, 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 I, I think it's the opposite. I think he, he thought that the subname, subtitle for this movie was Double Dragon Paycheck. Because he was just like, whatever, just whatever. Just what yeah. getting through it. Um, what about yeah. y'all? What's, what's your uh, for one? Shuko? For Shuko? Yeah, for Koga Shuko. Oh, come on, man. This is, uh, I'm also going wacky, but he's a little serious and a little dark. I'm going actually Edward Norton. I want him to be really kind of twisted, but kind of goofy yeah. over the top of it. The problem is, is I, I can see him perfectly uh, because right. he's got the same hair. He's got the same look. That look. Oh, uh, all right. I can but see I that. would like to see him have a little bit more fun with this role. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Okay. I also put Andy Circus. Because he can then do his own mocap for the shadow. Right. And he is super intense. He is. He could pull that Mm -hmm. off. Some behind that. Did you have a second? Mm -hmm. So, kind of going a totally different direction, a little bit younger, but uh, a little more terrifying. Mm -hmm. Ewan Ruin. I like him. I like him a lot. What's he in? Ramsey Bolton. Oh, yeah. Guys, he terrifying. a lot of GOT He's people. very, uh, which I'm joke. okay with. And that guy's something, something's just a little off with that guy. Like something right? bad happened just, to him as a child. Like I'm nervous. Yeah. He's, he's a weird nervous energy. I'm on yeah. board. I like so it. gets good cast. And we got our female lead, Marion. Uh, did anybody stick with, with Alyssa Milano? No? All right, moving okay. on. I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do y'all got? <coughs> I got uh, Hit Girl herself from Kick-Ass. I went okay. Chloe, Chloe Grace, Grace Moritz. Yep. I like that. Yep. yep, she could lead a gang. She's tough as shit. Yeah, I like yeah. that. What do you got? But, but also funny. <laughs> yeah, so my first one, Alexandra Daddario. I like her uh, a lot, Yeah, too. not bad, not bad. Yeah. She, yep. She kind of has that. I could see that. I w- she would Pulse rock up. a graffiti jacket. Absolutely. That, I that kinda, was the main No lie, I kind of want a I, jacket. I didn't kind of want it. I didn't fall into the... The the idea of playing this uh, jokingly, I went really serious for some reason. Right. Zoe Saldana. Oh yeah, totally. Just as a as a tough uh, quote unquote gang leader. Totally, mm-hmm. and she could she she would have a whole crew following her, totally. little ninjas going oh, everywhere yeah. with her on Sticking board. With, totally. With the oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. I dig it. Yep. Or uh, Gugu uh, Gugu Mabatha Raw from Concussion. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. No. She is awesome. Okay. Super right. awesome. And, and that he, film's worth watching. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. It's a good airplane film. So it's like okay. this it's or Double Dragon, movie. Concussion, Double Dragon, Concussion, um, Double Dragon. By a hair concussion. Okay, okay. Oh, by wow. a hair concussion. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, and then let's go to our stars. Let's start with Jimmy Lee. Uh, I went one serious, one comedic. Okay. Did you? Dante Bosco. Oh, that's Prince Zuko. Great. Okay. Uh, from Avatar, okay. Rufio. Okay. Uh, and I just because I would love to see him uh, in this role. Uh, but then I went Harry Shum Jr. Yep. He was just in the newest Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. He's in Shadowhunters. Okay. okay. Glee. Yeah. yeah. He, he came into the studio. Really nice guy. Yep. But he can he can handle himself in a fight. So you you got Harry you, too. You just took my my wow. first choice. Yeah. Look at that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. No, Thought it was meant to be. Meant to be. Thought I would hit you with Dante Bosco. <laughs> Do you have another one? Uh, I do. I um, kind of a odd one. I Taylor, like odd. Taylor Lautner. Lautner. All right. I was thinking about it. All right. That's not bad. It's not that weird. Why do you think it's weird? One? Yeah. Um. Bella. Jacob, <laughs> put your shirt on. No. <laughs> you know, in that vein of things. It's, it was hard no. to take him seriously. It He's was. still attached was? to Stretch Armstrong. Was he still attached to yeah, lead that's... to be the lead in Stretch Armstrong? 
was hard to take him seriously. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, it was. What was the, what was the action movie where he he was the star? I don't know. I remember though. Oh. I remember like it was, really it was like generic action guy. The film. So, yeah, <laughs> he I had totally, to like protect somebody yep. and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Patrick? I got a pair, right? So I'm casting okay. them both at the same time because very nice. I very much feel like I want the spirit of this film to be uh, Franklin and Bash. So I've got uh, Breck and Meyer and Mark Paul Gossler. I as like a, as a, a comedic, like they're kind of brothers, they're kind of goofy. Bracken's the little goofy, dorky one who really can't throw a punch. Yeah. That's a good choice. Thanks, right. not bad. I mean, a little bit older. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're older, but like again, CGI and we'll, we'll young them up a <laughs> little bit. Happen. Young them up a bit. All right, fair play. That's pretty right. good. Uh, do, so, do you have another Billy? Uh, no, I have uh, those two. I did cast Lash, um, but I was curious to see if you guys did not cast Lash. No. I, they, my, I literally, I wrote down the words. Literally anybody. I, I have anybody could that play she Lash was in the movie. Lash didn't. I'm literally anybody. Sad. It's like you put Lash in the movie, yip, and like teasing the whip, like nothing. Mm. You got nothing out of her. Literally. No. They were, was, you know what they were doing? Saving her for the sequel. Dog. So I looked That's her. Like, I had doing. IMDb. I was so curious to see what other what other cinematic greats or achievements she's been in. And it's like a lot of like a, she's like a lifelong soap star. She's worked yeah, a lot. She has no whip work though. This it was, was like her so, only whip uh, title, which I feel like is um, a gross underutilization of her. Really quickly, I would like skills. to uh, go to the air and thank your husband. Oh, uh, if you go follow Nerds Doing Stuff on Twitter because they posted an in memoriam photo of our <laughs> beloved mailman. Oh, did they? Yep. Uh, beloved. Oh, it's beautiful. From 94 oh. to 94, our beloved falling wow. postman. Uh, so follow Nerds Doing Stuff. Uh, retweet <laughs> that photo. Absolutely fantastic. Um, who did you have for Billy? For Billy, uh, Grant Gustin. I like him a lot. My choice. Very cool. We're um, gonna play that funny, but still sure, has that sure, sure, sure. to him. I'm pro- I'm still a little bit uh, sore that he's not the front runner for Han Solo. So Taron Edgerton, uh, he can do comedy kind of subtly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, still don't know his American accent, but forget it. He yeah, doesn't okay. need to do it. Yep. New Angeles is a completely different Somewhere type of city. Somewhere in China, we're not concerned about. Somewhere yes. in the world. Some yeah. China. I'm concerned. Um, and now I'm gonna redo that phrase in China. <laughs> um, and I also put as a really serious choice, Michael B. Jordan. We should just cast it. He comes up He's, once a week. I feel like we have yeah. I feel like we have him a lot. Everything to not put Oscar Isaacs as Jimmy. But I, as our Oscar Isaacs award goes to uh, Jimmy Lee, because why not? Uh, yeah, he comes up every show. Final thoughts on Double Dragon. Just bring on more. Why? What more are we looking for? Bring on all of the Double Dragon. You can watch it on my behalf. All of the Double Dragon. I will say, and I told this to to Stephen, the the producer of Popcorn Talk, when we started Video Game Movie Anatomy. Yes. I went. I haven't seen Double Dragon. I've heard everything about Double Dragon. Yes. I can't wait yes. to do Double Dragon. How you feeling now? Yeah. How you feeling now? You know what? I feel a little bit accomplished. Do you? So we're officially ending the show. No, totally kidding. Oh, totally wow. kidding. We've we done have it. A, we have a huge we slate. Okay. We have a huge slate coming up. Yes, uh, no, we do. no reason to slow down. Um, I, the the problem is 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 watching these movie ne- movies now. I can see where the choices were made for what they wanted totally. to do studio-wise, yep. Yep. Yes. and when that doesn't pull through, it makes me it makes me try to find the good in it. And it was a little bit harder in this one. I'm just I'm glad I'm in this hard. with you guys. If this was like a solo project and I was looking straight into a camera every week, I would just start weeping by the end of it, and I would be worse and worse. It would be a descent into madness. It would just be Instead, I do crying. The, totally just right. Sobbing into the, mic. the sad emo D's uh, just watching stuff. But like I feel like I come here, I feel better. It's cathartic. Uh, really quickly, group. Uh, Justin Bass in the chat. 
Daniel Day-Lewis as, uh, I would assume, Kogashuko. Um, My man. St- all right, all right. Uh, Steven Seagal, I would assume, as Roided Out Adob- a Bobo. Um, that's from Gregory Cas- Castillo. Also very good. Gregory Castillo. Yes. Um, Thank we've you, got, chat. We've got folks uh, from Chile, Sebastian Idoria, watching us from Chile. Thank you for joining us. Uh, other folks in chat, uh, Fantasy Stats Guru, um, Jeff2886, Lori Brown. At, thank you, everybody, yeah. for, for, for joining us. Um E3 Productions also joining us. Everybody's joining us at the last minute. Go ahead and rewind us. Watch the show from the beginning. Um, Or find us on iTunes. If you go on iTunes, uh, rate us, leave us stars. uh, Because we're trying to increase the reach of the show and get guests. We actually have some stuff planned that I'll talk about at the end of the show. Um, But is is there any hope for the future of Double Dragon in film? So are you, are you gonna? So, so here's what we do. This is our rating system. It's essentially a yes or no question. It's do we give the film an extra life where we give it another chance? We want to see it achieve the heights that we always knew it could, or game over, never see it again. I'm I'm conflicted here. I'm gonna go ahead and go game over for Double Dragon, extra life for New Los Angeles. Let's yes. see the origin <laughs> story. Let's get an in the moment. Like the quake is happening, the gangs are taking over. This is what I want. Uh, yeah, they had some great ideas for the setting. I mean, there was a lot of potential in that setting, but everything. I don't know if I could survive another movie like that. So, so here's here's my uh, Let's hear case. Let's hear it. Double Dragon Neon. Yes, sir. Takes the idea of the '80s and retro and all of that, and makes it super tongue in cheek. All right. We've been listening to the soundtrack literally the entire episode. It's the best. If that hasn't done enough it's to convince you of this game, it's super. Like once you beat a boss, they do a little bit of air guitar. Um, it's a it's a fun game. It's an awesome game. It takes the whole retro vibe and makes it a part of the game. So if we had a tongue in cheek, r- legitimate comedy, like. Retro very, is super in right now. But like, I get what you're right. saying. Very self-aware, right? Like, yeah. knows what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. With the okay. right people involved, sure. you could make you, you could make a franchise. Uh, I, there, you there could do a lot of things. You could true. you do yes. those things? Fair, but we don't okay. have a... Do we have a huge... Aside from Kung Fu Panda, do we have a huge martial arts comedic uh, staple in film right now? Is there an economic imperative to do so, right? Like, if if there were, is that what the people want? Uh, yeah, right. Fair like, boy. the market would bear that out if they were if they were in need. I I think it, it something could be said for it if we have a similar soundtrack. It's got a completely different idea. Like, they go to space. Like, you think you beat the game, and it oh, turns now out you're on to there's something. a pagoda that just launches I'm into here. space. Seriously, yeah. it's an awesome just, game. The longer he talks, the more I'm it's on board. It's a super awesome yeah, game, and you can it. you can even. Break it up and turn it in Netflix series. I say that every week, or or anything. Neon is an awesome game. You can get it for pretty cheap these days. Check it out, buy it, and that's the one that makes me go, okay. Double Dragon needs a future on film, so I'm going to give it an extra life. I feel like every week we find this way to like, like we use this section to be like, how could we possibly make it maybe potentially bearable to watch? As opposed to let's just put it down, old Geller in the back, be done with it. I mean. And, Needless to say, Double Dragon is not a viable property right now. Like, if, if there was a time to strike, it would have right. been six months, up to six months sure. after Neon. Yep, yep. Because right. it, wasn't a, it wasn't a huge release. It wasn't an in-store release. It was right. just digital. Mm-hmm. But. But. 
Yeah, they could do it if they wanted to. Uh, that, that means that the rights are cheaper now. There you go. Uh, there you go. Look at this. Consummate okay, silver lining. Why not? He's, that's it. why he's leading the uh, the, the therapy session. That's, right? He's making us feel better mean. on the side yeah. of the table. Uh, I know, right? The support we need. So before we sign off really quickly, uh, the summer is filled with a whole bunch of video game movies and some big releases coming up too. So uh, May 2nd, we're going to be doing Ratchet and Clank. Make sure to see that opening weekend because we're going to be right back that Monday. And... Working on we're working on a guest for that show, so uh, get excited. Yes. Play the game. Actually, go go to your local store, go to Redbox, find the Ratchet and Clank game if you want the movie spoiled. It, uh, oh yeah, if you want the movie spoiled, that. But you've been playing it. I've been playing it, and it's wonderful. But you've been a, you've been a Ratchet and Clank so fan since the beginning. I, since the very beginning, and it's wonderful. It's a lot of fun. It has a lot of the throwback, same feel kind of stuff. So story. needless to say, we're really excited about Ratchet yeah. and Clank. Yes. It's going to be a positive <laughs> episode of the show. Uh, May sixteenth. I'm just going to go down our slate. Why not? May sixteenth. We're going to be doing Doom. Uh, so we're going to throw all of that right out the window. I'm actually, that Doom's another one that I've been looking to see because <laughs> it's a test of whether uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, can make any role popular. Uh, pump the brakes. Have you not seen the I Doom not movie? Seen Doom. Oh, cannot wait. Pretty excited yeah. about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay with us because this <laughs> is going to be a ride. We're going to see if Mr. Silver Linings where there can find one for Doom. Oh, I totally will. Yeah. I bet you I'm will. I'm sure he will. Let's get a little bit of the, the Doom song going. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful. Down upon the Thank you. All right. So, uh, making that go through. Um, we also have May 30th. We're going to be doing Angry Birds. We are. Uh, and then June 13th, we're going to be doing Warcraft. Duncan Jones. I'm I'm pretty excited about all of those movies. Are you so, optimistic about Warcraft? I'm optimistic about War, uh, Warcraft in IMAX 3D, and that alone. Sold. Okay. So. Uh, hey, that Mark, is our slate, sir. Are you guys gonna do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It's technically that, the game now. We have Craig in it, so that's gonna be uh, a che- that's probably gonna be a cheat movie. Why not? <laughs> Ugh. Um, <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> like he really doesn't like us. No, there's, I feel like there's a couple of cheat movies that that we already have planned. Um, maybe if we go the opposite way and do movies and games that kind of iconic movies that have games for them, whatever. Sure. <laughs> so yes. Uh, our next show, May 2nd, will be Ratchet and Clank, so stay tuned to that. Uh, but until then, where can the folks find you? What are you working on? Well, I'm working at Yield Nerd or at Nerds Doing Stuff. we got a couple of things coming up lately. We're working on a few things. Surprises. Surprises? Uh, surprises. Yeah, I mean, surprises. surprises. Your oh. cosplay stuff uh, has been getting pretty notable. Yeah, we're working on that. We've got a couple of things. Uh, Comic-Con's probably going to be kind of low-key. Oh. We'll have some other stuff. Um, too, too busy doing all that biz <laughs> and nerds doing stuff. Love it. Fair enough. You can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. I also host a video game podcast called Pixel by Pixel. We talk about a bunch of nonsense. Hmm. Games that we like. I'm the positive one on that show. That's so literally, I like I like liking things. I'm on that show talking about the great... I know. Hmm. Come here. I'm so angry. Find out about all your biggest gaming news from Mr. Patrick Dees. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. Uh, I also host Jedi Alliance here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Star Wars, go check it out. Today we reviewed the Blu-ray, all of the special features. It was a pretty dang good time. Uh, and then also After Buzz TV, our sister site. I host a lot of the wrestling stuff over there. We have the Daredevil finale on Wednesday. Ooh. So uh, fi- I finally watched it. Done. The mind is gone. Is and it? I'm, yeah. <laughs> and right. I'm, I'm excited for Luke Cage in the fall. But uh, here are all of our thoughts. Wednesday night, After Buzz TV. Remember, May 2nd, join us back here for Ratchet and Clank. Uh, follow all of us here at The Popcorn Talk. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a rating down below and a comment. And we will see you at the arcade. Thanks for watching. Fuck.
from producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.